You're listening to Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Welcome back to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, America Freed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. And this is our Spotlight segment. And up next, we have, and we're thrilled to welcome, Melissa Hobley, who's the Global Chief Marketing Officer at OK. Cupid. Hello, wow. Melissa, and thank you for joining us. Hi, Melissa. Hey, hey, guys, thank you so much for having me. This will be so fun. I'm like so flattered to be among such like a great company. You guys have such great people on this show. Excellent. Yeah, we, we love to talk about marketing all sorts of things. And what you've got to market is all sorts of things. <laughs> so why don't you tell us exactly what OKCupid okay is and how it works and maybe a little bit how it's differentiated by some of the others. Some of us have not been on dating apps, so just know that. Others of us know dating apps really well. So you got a varied audience. You got a varied audience. Totally. And I hear a lot of people, a lot of people say to me, you know, I miss the whole dating app explosion. And so it's, you know, I'm kind of married with kids and, and I, and I get it. So, uh, um, I'll give you the lay of the land. Um, yeah. but you do need to listen and pay attention because an estimated half of all marriages in the U S come from a dating app oh. An estimated 70 to 80% of all LGBTQ relationships come oh. from a dating app. Interesting. So it is absolutely how people are getting together today. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and OkCupid is a really big part of that. OkCupid is one of the OG of the dating apps. We are (laughs) we are we are 18 years old. So wow, yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? We've been doing this a really computers 18 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Like, was there internet 18 years ago? Uh, Um, in tech, that's like you're like ancient. Like, yes, there a museum in your honor uh, that's funny that's funny right and but and- M- M- melissa when you started though was because there I, I love what you said because you just gave us context about the normalization this is busy people are busy and this is the this is what we do now 18 years ago was there a stigma around using technology to totally. find romantic partners uh-huh. a thousand percent i mean even uh-huh. even 12 years ago i went to a wedding and and the the bride and groom met actually on OkCupid, but they, they were like, do we say it? Do we not? (laughs) And so their friend was marrying them and made a joke about these two were brought together by fate and an algorithm at OkCupid. (laughs) So even, even, you know, um, even a while, you know, even, I think even six years ago, there was a little bit of a stigma. What Mm -hmm. changed all of that? There were a couple of old players that started with desktop. OkCupid was started by two Harvard math grads who believed that technology could help us find our person. It was starting to help you in every area of your life. And, and when Tinder came on the scene, it exploded the category and grew it for everyone. And, and, uh, and it also introduced dating apps as a way to meet to a younger dater, right? So if you're young, you're on, you know, if you're 18, you are on a dating app. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's those of us that are in their forties or fifties that may have missed that explosion, but it is, the stigma is gone. In fact, the stigma now is when you have a single friend and you say, well, what, what apps are you on? What are you trying? And they say, uh, 
ah, it's not really for me. And uh-huh. then that's the stigma. It's like, what do you mean? Like uh-huh. we use our phones and apps for every aspect of your life. Why shouldn't it help you find your person? And right. and what OkCupid is famous for is, is doing that for all communities. Okay. okay. Very proudly had a great experience for LGBTQ and then was often the first to uh, support and embrace other communities and mm. figure out the technology to mm. power that. If you are trans, if you are mm-hmm. bi, that the it's very complicated to to um, figure out the technology to support all of the everything we're learning and understanding more and more about sexuality and 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 identity. Which I know America's is like your jam. All, how do you have the technology and how do you say, okay, you're bi, you don't want to be seen by straight people. You're, mm. you're gay. You want to be seen by this community and this community. It's really complicated, but we're kind of famous for, for that. And we, mm. we proudly, um, we proudly believe that uh, no matter who you are and what you are, you should be able to find love or Saturday night or whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So that's a particularly tricky job for a marketing professional, because the only way it works is if you have the network and you can't have the network unless right. you have success. So it's kind of a little bit of a chicken and an egg story from a marketing point of view. So right. how do you solve that problem? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. But it is the most fun marketing challenge I have had in my entire career. It is. It is um, fascinating. And it, it's interesting because I'm in a business where. I don't want all of you to be coming back and back and back. For some of you, I want you to mm-hmm. come in and then get the yeah. hell out. Right. right. I want you to meet your person and leave my business. So right. it's a very interesting, um, it's a very interesting space to be in. Um, it's also challenging because it's competitive. As you said, the stigma is gone. So it's competitive. But um uh it has been. I'm I'm incredibly lucky that they let us be very sharp and and take a stand on on what's happening in the world. Um, the the point of difference of OkCupid okay because people say this all the time. Oh my God, all the dating apps are the same. I don't really get the difference, and and that's true to a lot of degrees. But on OkCupid, okay we're different in one big way, which is you have to answer 15 questions before you can pass go. Mm-hmm. We have 3000 questions. Those questions power the algorithm and mm-hmm. they help us decide who we're going to show to you, Barbara, are you America's or your single friends, whoever's saying, and those questions are a living and breathing thing. Mm-hmm. So when black lives matter became a watershed moment, mm-hmm. we were the only dating app to add 15 questions about uh-huh social and racial equality. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's right? so smart because well, that's interesting. That's how, what people talk about. <laughs> how do people not do that? We were the only dating app with a with a, a badge that said Black Lives Matter, which is like, you know, if, if you're young and you're in Boston or Philly or New York or LA or Berlin yep. or Paris or London, all that we're, we're global or Delhi, you don't have a car. So uh-huh. how do you signal what you care about? You do. We have badges and, and yep. we had a voter badge and a Black Lives Matter badge and a pro-choice badge. And an oh, that's interesting. interesting. Super so, interesting. Yeah. I yeah. Listen, I think so, but I'm like in it. Um, so yeah. you know, the way we market, the way that we can say, think about me, think about OkCupid okay, is by saying I'm the only dating app that will let you filter on climate change. Oh, interesting. I'm the only dating app that will let you filter on, on Trump. And now technically you could filter either way. You could filter uh-huh. either way, but I will tell right. you how young women in cities are filtering, how they use right. that filter. Right. 
right? I have a right? guess on that. Yeah. <laughs> you have a guess. You guys are Wharton. You probably have a very good uh, informed guess. So, so what's, and that's what's so awesome. Well, just, just, to, just, to, just to jump in, Melissa, because I, I love your point that you're making here because you're putting a lot of the science behind the ability to, and, and presumably the theory says that, I guess the underlying theory is that you want to find someone who's very similar to your own core values to have a high success of being a romantic partner or having a really good friendship relationship, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what's interesting about that is that, you know, I've, I've noticed because I have some conversations like the, in, the one to get what your thoughts on this, Melissa and Barbara, like putting the mask on your profile picture will actually signal something. Right. I it could work the other way though, because in some sense, I don't, I don't, actually trust all these algorithms that match so clearly but there are deal breakers for me so for sure. in other words it's not that i really want to match but i have my own i see opinions, which i'm not going to make clear but they're yep. very strong yep. and if you come in with me yeah, yeah. on something that i really don't believe on yes it's never going to work between yes us. and i, I, I look similarity is but i do care where the goalposts I, are i love this point that you're making barbara and i want you to jump in on this melissa because it, it, it's reminiscent barbara of the judgment and decision making remember that that theory about how do you what are the features that are important and there was part of that analysis that said that i have to have these levels of a certain uh, versus yeah and, and if and if you if you're showing up with the mask or with the maga hat maybe that's the deal breaker <laughs> and it's like then but to melissa's point then it's like once you get all that out of the way, then you can go more granular with respect to some of these other, you know, richer sorts of things. What are your thoughts, Melissa? That's right. No, that's totally right. And I think um, the mask, by the way, we, we partnered with the White House two weeks ago to roll out a vaccine badge. Uh, oh, because, exactly. And it was so amazing. I love this. This, this was yeah. a watershed moment that you had Fauci and the team, you know, talking in the press conference about OkCupid data and partnering with, we were not the only dating app they talked about, but, you know, they said, we finally found the one thing that makes everybody more attractive, a vaccine. And, and, and that is because our data shows that when people said they were vaccinated on their profile, they were 14% more likely to have a match. So that's a whole other point. We haven't even mentioned the beauty of all your data. Uh Yes. The data is great. But yes, Barbara, to your, to your point, and America's, you know, what we've, what we've noticed is that there are certain things that are absolute deal breakers. A really easy example of that is if you want kids, we oh, should yeah. show you to people that also want kids, right? That's an easy one. Another one might be uh, um, smoking. Smoking is a very important deal breaker for a lot of people. But then, you know, what, what the interesting shift, and, and this is largely driven by, I call this Trump's impact on the bedroom, is the, the role. <laughs> oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> America did not see that coming. I hope you had your coffee today. Um, is, is this idea that, that especially Gen Z daters, they want to know how you feel about issues and they, they want to know before they are even matched. And for some people, it's your feelings about LGBTQ rights. For others, it might be climate change. For others, did you vote? Are you voting? Who are you voting for? Um, and for others, it might be travel or music. So those are the, um, um, you know, to kind of circle back to that, it, it, what, what people um, what people are into and what matters to them is important. And so, you know, you're never done improving, but we do a pretty good job of, of capturing that and matching on it. 
Let me push back on this a little, just to understand maybe in spirit, how these algorithms work and how you're going to find, because it sounds like you can try to find the perfect match here. So I can understand these things that are parameters or deal breakers that, you know, smoking, not smoking, things like that. But there are some things that maybe I like something, but like what I like about Americus, for example, not that we're dating, but what I like about <laughs> Americus is that he knows so much about music and I know nothing about Oh, music. that's fair. Yeah. And so if you ask me about music, I'm going to say stupid things, but that doesn't mean I don't appreciate someone. Oh, that's interesting. And I, I don't know yeah. how to even articulate the fact that he adds value to yeah. my life in categories I know nothing about. Yeah, that's interesting. That's- I think that's a great question. And, and that is, is a great example of if you are um, passionate about it, Americus may be the kind of person that also says, I don't need, I, I, you know, it, I actually, it's okay if you're really into music and it's okay if you're not, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, or Barbara, if you were single on an app, you might tell us, um, uh, I like, don't feel strongly about music, but I'm open to someone that does. Because again, to your point, it, it brings this balance. Um, but if you are a passionate traveler, or let's say you are passionate about climate change, think about all the micro fights you're going to have with someone who, Ooh. who is yeah. not right. Think about you order food and they don't take the box that says, don't send me the plastic spoons. Just think about they, they get the, all the plastic bags from the, the deli or the supermarket, the plastic, just think about all those little teeny tiny things that are going to add up. And that might be incompatibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm Barbara it. Kahn, along with America's Reed. This is Marketing Matters. And we're joined by a very interesting guest today, Melissa Hobley, who's the global chief marketing officer at OKCupid. And she's explaining a little bit about how you have to answer a whole series of questions to be mm-hmm. on the app about things that are deal breakers for you, or maybe they're not deal breakers. And then, so tell us how the process works. Once we get these questions answered, do you like send me up three dream dates or have- <laughs> <laughs> you send a guy via drone to your, <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like the, the female version of weird science, you know, yeah. you just, you just construct a, you know, <laughs> we make them, you know, 3d printing. Uh, <laughs> um, you answer these 15 questions. Most people go on to answer 50. Um, some people answer hundreds. But you answer these 15 questions. And by the way, you can skip over if you're like, ah, politics is not really that important to me. You can skip over that. If it is, you can go down that rabbit hole. But you answer the 15 questions and then you're off and running. OkCupid is free, by the way. Um, oh. Really great experience. Yeah, we're, oh, we're free. Okay. Uh, and so then we, we show you people and you see with every profile what your match percentage is. So you could be, you know, a 94% match means you guys have answered questions and your preferences are really similar. I see, uh, I see. And you can mm-hmm. go in and actually look at what are those questions where we match and where do we disagree? Interesting. Oh, I see. Wow. That's really yeah. analytical. I want to go back to Barbara's point though, because she raised something that I think is super nuanced here. And the idea, it's the underlying theory of what, what makes a good relationship? Is it similarity or is it complementarity, right? So I think, well, the way I was hearing Barbara's point is like, you're going to have to at least bifurcate. Like there's a set of issues that I want to, I'm open for complementary connection with, right? This person doesn't like music I, or, or I know music or this other person doesn't. That's fine. That's awesome. We can grow from each other. But then there are the other things I think Barbara was pointing to, which is like, these are the core values and these aren't going to budge. So I need to, so it's like a two-step process. I need to, 
you know, exclude the core, you know, if you're not hitting the core things, then you're out. But if you are hitting the core things, then you open up this, this next step, which is to say, let me look for, a, 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 you know, sort of, uh, uh, sort of walking that fine line of complementarity and also similarity to figure out that perfect match. Would you say that's, that's a fair characterization? I Alyssa? think that's a, that's a totally fair characterization. And, and the reality though is too, that um, you have got to meet in person to know if there oh, is a spark. You're a believer in in person. None of these. Oh my books. God. <laughs> yes. You know, there's a woman, Dr. Helen Fisher, who's a friend of OkCupid and she's a cultural anthropologist. And she says that dating apps are introduction apps, that dating is the wrong word for dating apps. And, and I, I really can get behind that. You cannot know if someone is right for you based on only what the dating app does. You, it is the way that America's laughs and it is like with his heart and it is the way it is the wow. way that barbara M- M- melissa i sound fabulous keep going <laughs> america you're in and it is the way that when barbara leans in you feel like you are the only person in the world that she is listening to so those intangible things yeah. are i cannot and i mean it's so crazy saying this to you but i cannot know that as a dating app i can do a really good job capturing the stuff that you care about that you love travel so i cannot show you to somebody who's like you know i live in texas i'm like kind of cool I, I like no desire to see the world like i, mm-hmm. I already that's like not a good thing but i can i can capture the things and i can make you think about those things that matter to you and then say hey you guys should chat here you go you hey you guys should chat when when the election was happening is it like tinder like i really don't know how to do this i must say do you swipe left or right or you do you swipe you you swipe on okay cupid you swipe we like to slow you down so we hope you're swiping a lot more slow our our profiles are very rich so you're gonna so i say you do a lot of this a lot of scrolling up because you're scrolling up and you're like oh he's he works for the ACLU. That's really interesting. He okay. is okay. Uh, oh, okay. He travels. He like likes rescue animals. It's like a passion. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, he's really funny. All right. Okay. Now I'm going to swipe right now. I'm going to send him a message. Oh, interesting. So the messaging happens, Melissa, in the app. That's what, okay. Yep. So Melissa, how do you make money? We make money from premium uh, members. We make money oh. for premium members. So you have a great okay. experience for free. I tell I everybody, family members too, you can have a great experience for free, but we have bells and whistles. We have bells Got and it. whistles that you pay for. And that is how most I dating apps- I hear what these bells and whistles are. <laughs> I'm, li- I'm picturing literal bells and whistles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a siren. A droning <laughs> siren over America's profile. That's and funny. so you can't miss it. Um, it's actually a little bit like that. We make you, we make you, um, we show you to more people. So it was also all in the industry, you call them a la carte features. So, so we have, um, you know, things essentially spotlight your profile. Um, there's ways to like cut the line. If you want to send a message to someone and you think you're getting a lot of messages. Go above the fold. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But let let me ask you, I want to build on what Barbara said, Melissa, really quickly, because you made a a beautiful point, which is the notion of the power of the face-to-face. And it's the idea that there's probably a very limited number of ways you can uh, express things in text, right? You have emojis, you have caps, if you want to yell, there's, there's like four or five things that you can do. In the face-to-face, the, the, the nonverbal, there's hundreds of ways, you know, the tone, leaning in, the way you say it, all of those things. So talk to us, Melissa, about the opportunity to do 
something inside the app, and maybe you're already doing this, that would be something like live streaming or like video where you can actually do a bit of this introduction in real time. Here's America's, not just some picture I've curated, but now I'm going to be in you, you know, in your space talking to you. Is that also, is that part of the, the more expensive mo- or the, 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 the membership model or how does that work? Yeah. So um, we don't have, a, we don't have video on OkCupid right now. We might down the road, um, you know, uh, COVID was a really interesting time for dating apps. We were all very busy. Engagement soared as a geography in the world went into lockdown. Engagement jumped because it was a way for people to connect. Um, uh, I think, um, you know, and, and then some, there are some, on that. when you were that? in COVID, I just want to ask you a question on that. When you were doing this in COVID, was still the engagement then virtual or people actually went and they met? No, it was all virtual. It was all virtual. I mean, mostly virtual. And then as a city opened up, people were, were, were getting together and we were very, um, you know, respectful and judicious about guidelines in a part of the world. Um, so, uh, you know, encouraging people to be very safe and, and to make that priority. Uh, so, um, you know, one of the things that we, we heard about from our daters was there's so many video options mm. and the list of things that, that we have at OkCupid that we want to do to keep supporting all of our daters, LGBTQ, straight, young, old, all the things is, and around the world is substantial. So, so we haven't gone into that yet, but, but lots of, lots of people have, uh, I think, you know, again, what I come back to is uh, what, what we do a good job is making you think about what you care about and, and using technology to sort, to, to give you a curated cool list of like, lovely, interesting people that we think you're going to have something great to talk about. Like we want you to have an awesome date, even if you don't feel that spark, but then you got to meet in person as you said, America's to, to know you've got it. We, I was pitched a reality show idea once of people that met on dating apps, but had fallen in love, but had never met. And I mm. said, I would never do that because it's a, it's a been not a good reason. If you have met somebody and you've not met up with them mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks and you're talking a lot, there's never a good reason for that. So, mm-hmm. um, let me ask you, you said you have a lot of niche communities. Do you deal with old people? <laughs> yes. I used to say, I used careful, to say, careful, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say we were 18 to 80. And then someone said, you know, we had someone 104 that met somebody on OkCupid. <laughs> and so now I think I have to say like 18 to 108. Um, and wow. And amazing because Barbara, you know, one of the, there's groups that dating apps are, are, are so important for single moms. If you are a single mom, how are you meeting someone right now? Where's your time? I don't see it. And, and, and let's, let's be real. The, the reality of single moms, they cannot afford a sitter to go hit the bars and meet someone. Are you going to meet a quality guy at a bar? I don't know. And, and the sitter and like, what if you're a, you know, a frontline worker, the shift organization. So dating apps are really powerful that they're so, I just onboarded um, one of my mom's good friends. She's a widow. She's amazing. She's in her early eighties and we did pictures. We talked about how she used to do marathons. And so all ages are on, are on dating apps. Um, And uh, you know, different dating apps, you know, honestly cater to different things, but we're, 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 we say we're big tent, small tables. So um, we welcome all folks. 
Very yeah. nice. So, Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us today and personally enlightening me about this whole category. It is so interesting. So where can our listeners go now that you've convinced them they want to know everything you do at OkCupid? I love it. Well, first of all, download OkCupid if you're single. It's free. Also, if you hit me up on Twitter, uh, Melissa Hobley, N-Y, it's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-H-O-B-L-E-Y, the letter N, the letter Y. Uh, on Twitter, I'll give you free premium on, I'll give you premium on me for three months. So uh, that's $90 guys. So, uh, so please feel free to, uh, to hit me up, but uh, this was so fun. And thank you for letting me go on and on. It's a really good time to find someone, you know, we're, we're as, as the U S as people are vaccinated and getting back out there, it's been a really tough year. If you're single, a really, really tough year. So it's, it's uh you know, we, we hope we help people find someone again, great for Saturday night or Saturday nights for the rest of their life, whatever mm-hmm. you're looking for. Very nice. That is fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, now we have just a few minutes, Americas. You want to give us a final word? You want to give us one word? Sure. I mean, the one word is uh, love is in the, it's in the air now. I mean, I just absolutely love this. The notion of connection and you know, we're craving it. And so I love the fact that Melissa is really touching, uh, you know, on that, on that specific, that specific component. Yeah. My big word is dignity. I think it ties the two halves together. Mm, nice. That's all we have time for today. Big thanks to Professor Americus Reed for being my co-host. I'd like to thank the, our audio engineer, Dion Simpkins and Chris Tooks, and of course our producer, Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. We replay our show several times throughout the week. You can follow us on our new Twitter handle, which is at SXM Marketing, or you can follow Business Radio, which is at SXM Business, for information about all our programming. Thank you for listening. Today, this is Marketing Matters, and I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.